day. My name is Lisa Tonkinson. I'd like to welcome you today to our presentation. We're going to talk to you about the changing delivery methods of healthcare and how uh, community resources and vendors are partnering together to uh, reduce patient episodic care. Uh, I'm coming to you today as a senior consultant from E4, and I'd like to start by talking to you about what those variety of methods are in the alternate settings that we're now experiencing. I'm sure most of you know healthcare is no longer just delivered in doctor's offices and hospitals. Uh, we're looking at ambulatory surgery centers, urgent care centers, uh, areas where the folks can go and get immediate um, health care, ease of use, um, even monitor their remote wait times from their own home before showing up. It's also affected uh, cost of care from an episodic care perspective. In that sense, folks don't usually pay as much when they go to an urgent care center as they do when they pay a ER visit or even going and having an outpatient surgery. It's usually cheaper expense uh, in the long term than having a hospital inpatient surgery. Um, outcomes have been improved. You're not exposed to some of those areas uh, of infection, hospital-based infections, and even the patient satisfaction rate has really skyrocketed since we've made available these alternate settings. I'm not going to go into every setting, but just a few more are the home health care, the visiting providers, uh, telehealth, even retail. You can go and get your flu vaccine at the local pharmacy, drugstore, if you like. And um, we have a lot of virtual providers, uh, virtual docs, um, VPMD, and device monitoring. It's now taking place strictly from the home. Uh, people who have diabetes, uh, high blood pressure, even oncology, we've started to deliver healthcare in these more secure, safe environments, free from infection, surrounded by people uh, that the patients want to be with every day as opposed to being in an inpatient setting. And one other thing that we've, we've not talked so much about yet are the social services and those alternate areas where you can go and not necessarily always get healthcare, but maybe educational resources, screenings, things of that nature. And we really need to start with the basic life necessities. Uh, most providers aren't really uh, geared towards asking these questions, or at least the traditional provider setting wasn't, but now they're asking, you know, do you have a place to live? Are your utilities running? Uh, is aid available to you in the home, especially if you're elderly? Do you have medications? Are you able to afford your medications or even your medical care? Um, these were questions, like I said, the doctors weren't usually trained to ask, but the community resource folks are, and we've, we've now realized the impact that that has on wellness and keeping folks out of the hospitals, out of the uh, provider offices and the ERs, and really reducing, again, that cost of care from that perspective. We even have some vendor-sponsored programs. Maybe you've participated in a walk or run or Meals on Wheels or even um, wellness or educational um, teaching or put forth an effort to go out into your community and, and reach out to an elderly person who may be homebound or your vets. Uh, these are things that we didn't see in the past or we weren't at least as aware of that were out there and that were related to the medical environment. Now that's what we're doing. We're really looking at the triple aim, the cost, quality, and outcomes, and how supply chain relates to these vendor and community relationships. We need to not just look at how we're going to get them the services they need, but how are we going to get patients the products they need, the devices they need, and how are we going to get them to the home environment to make sure that they do get their chemotherapy treatment today or are their um, infusion therapy, maybe their arthritic, something along those lines. So what does that mean for supply chain folks as we kind of end um, 
this discussion today? Well, in my opinion, it's business as usual. We do all these things every day. We're just doing them in a different setting. Uh, we're inventory experts. Inventories just need to go go to different places from now on. It's not just going to be your inpatient. We have our ancillary services, your outsourced physician practices. You'll just be servicing a different type of client, uh, while as um, in the past, your end goal is still to service the patient. Purchasing and contracting, they're not going away. We're going to need you more than ever now to negotiate on our behalf, whether it be for the hospital's benefit or negotiate with the community and the vendors in order to get the best pricing and the best um, return on investment for our services. Logistics, the planning of all of the healthcare and how we move things from point A to point B and how we even move patients. We're used to um, being transport people within the hospital. We're used to monitoring the transport of services and um, even monitoring the supplies as they come in and go up to the floor. Well, now we're gonna monitor how do we get our people where they need to go from a transportation perspective. They need to go to these uh, other areas for treatment, your long-term care facilities, your uh, surgery centers, your uh, rehab facilities. This is gonna transition from being strictly a social service job to a partnership between the community resources, the hospitals, and the vendors. And above all else, vendor management. It's gonna be our job to take the lead to make sure that the vendors uh, know we are true partners in this um, aim and to go back again to our primary focus, making sure our patients are happy and well and that we are achieving the triple aim for supply chain, reducing costs, increasing quality, and having successful outcomes. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Lisa Tonkinson. You have a great day.